I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day to you. How are you now? Brought to you by Barclay Pierce, I guess. It is the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast. I'm James Whelan, Managing Director and Head of Wealth here at Barclay Pierce's Wealth Management Team a reminder that all advice contained is generally in nature. Please speak to an advisor about your needs and mark well. I Now, we had David Scott last week, and in order to maintain the ratio that we need to maintain, we've got a fellow Adelaidean of David Scott, not of me. Oh, man, that's awful. Well, why can't I just do a decent interview? Hey, it's Heath Moss from <laughs> HLM Investments. I'll get there. No, I, I give up. It's Friday. Yeah. It is. How's it going, it Heath? You just Friday. do the talking. You do the talking. I'll just sit back here and drink some coffee. I'm 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 very well, thank you. I'm very very well. Uh, good morning to everyone out there. Um, it's good to see you uh, kept the uh, quota, the Adelaide quota last week, and thanks for David uh, for stepping in for us and doing a wonderful job as he always does. But I'm I'm very well, mate. Um, in the run up to Christmas, the kids are officially on uh, school holidays as of today, yeah. so you may see hear a bit of background background noise from time to time, but I've told it to be as quiet as possible. But uh, yeah, yeah, doing, doing well. Markets are ripping. You can't ask for much more. No, and uh, I wouldn't plan to either. Look, I, I am also ready to declare an official declaration of business shorts in the office. I've talked about it on past iterations of this podcast about eventually it just comes to the stage where business shorts have to be mandatory. Um, yep. We had in yep. our morning meeting, in our morning meeting this morning, um, we had our fellow young Jack, who's over from London, from our London office, uh, give us a bit of a wrap talking about the price of electricity. I think it went to like sixteen $16,000 a megawatt or something like that at some stage yeah. last night. Air conditioners mm. thumping um, and they asked us not to. And that's because I think it's the Liddell power plant. I'm not I'm not as across it as he was. I'll see if I can grab him to come in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, mate, it's hot. What are you going to do? It's, yep. it's, it's hot. Oof. We've had the total opposite here in Adelaide. It uh, up until probably today, we've had just rain every day. The weekend was about sixteen degrees and freezing, with all of December's rainfall in one day. Um, yeah, weird, weird times. Mm. It's mm. Uh, it has been there, mate. Let's go to the market wrap now. A special guest that we've got on the show today to do the NFL tips is Dank Trader Four Thousand. Will be joining us in a, in in a moment uh, once we get through the market wrap. And a few other bits and pieces. First off, very interesting. Cross my desk, uh, or actually cross my on the FT. Let me just pull this up. I'll see if I can. Is the fact that oh, of course you goosed it. Um, is what am I talking about? Oh, OPEC, mate. I know that you're going to talk about oil, and because yep. that's what we do. But I'm just going to put this up and share that. Make sure that I'm down at the right spot. OPEC now controls. Is that working? That's not working. Yep. It's OPEC up. now controls. Yeah, it's up. Yep. Yep. OPEC now controls barely half of the oil market, according to the IEA. Mm. Not that's mm. OPEC Plus as well, which has been around for a few years. Yeah. But yeah. Isn't that uh, isn't that incredible? I didn't realize that they had as little control as that over the oil yeah. market. So, yeah. Yeah. The, the U- and that's mainly because of the US um, and their um, 
they're at record highs around 13.2 million barrels of oil a day they're producing um yep. and if you include lng and gas into that which i think think you probably should should um yeah the, the the us would be the biggest energy exporter in the world probably so um yeah it's uh, it's interesting how the influence of opec and opec plus has uh, slowly dwindled over the years and it's probably what the us and other countries wanted uh absolutely all right i'll switch back over to you and you can do the market wrap beautiful beautiful He's there boss it is. With the market wrap over to you the uh, a picture a picture paints a, a thousand words doesn't it look at look at that market rip there we we passed our old high for the year of around the 4600 mark on the spx mm. um mm. in july and we did that this week quite easily and uh we're around 4,719 um, uh, on the SPS as of uh, this mm. morning. It means the, uh, what are we, the SPX, SPX is up around 25 for the week, up 3.5% uh, for December. Uh, so that Santa rally really is on. We saw the Dow Jones Industrial um, hit new highs, record highs, um, and we saw the NASDAQ 100 this morning, although it came back, uh, hit a, a new high as well. So it's only the SPX that hasn't hit a new high. We're about 100 points off of that. If I scroll out a little bit, there we go. What's that, that green line. What's that, that about the SPX again? You said it on the Yeah, the, the SPX. Yeah, it's about 100 points off of uh, a new high. If we don't break a new high in the, on the SPX, it'll be the first year in 12 years that we haven't hit a new high in a calendar year. So, um, wow, uh, but yeah. Markets are ripping. SPX up about 20% for the year. Uh, the NASDAQ 100 up about 50% for the year. So um, everything's looking good. It's all obviously on the back of uh, yields again. We've spoken about this at nauseum, but it uh, continues to be the main story. Um, we had the Fed, et cetera, meet uh, during the week. They held and were really, really dovish. It surprised me. I thought they would lean back on the hawkish stance to sort of make sure yields held up. Because I thought my, my thought was they don't think the job is done still with inflation, um, so they knew, need yields to hold up so the market can continue to do work for them. But no, it was the complete opposite. The dot plots came out. Um, they were revised down a further, I think, 25 basis points. I think 4.6 was the median. Um, so they're, they're counting about three cuts next year, the, the Fed. So everyone got a bit uh, excited about that. Um, and you can see there the 10-year yield has just crashed this week. Um, it's down to, what are we, below 4% now, 3.92%. And the, uh, what are we, where's the two-year? I have lost the two-year. Two years looking very similar, down to about 4.38%. But um, there was an interesting comment from Powell. I'll just bring up my notes. Okay, this is, I'm paraphrasing it. Powell noted that they are now wary of holding on for too long and the damage it could do. So, this is a okay. massive about face from. That was the, the entire Fed. point of what they were doing was to do yeah, something until yeah. something broke. The, the whole the whole thing that he said last year about uh, you know we can break break something and we'd rather fix something and break something and fix it than that was, you know, that's that's inflation. what I've always paraphrased upon that. Yep. It's easier. It's well, far easier for me to fix something that we break doing this than it yep. is to perpetuate the low rate cycles. So yeah, and and he's done a complete. 180 on that and uh it okay. is now now it is a real dovish tone um from the fed uh where are the dixie um us dollar you can see there the massive fall uh last night and this morning um and that's yep. partially because the eu and boe both held rates but were more hawkish than um the fed in fact i think the vote from the boe was six three so three on the panel it was, still it was, think yeah, it was you yep. think rates should be hiked. So they're a fair way yep. away from being where the Fed is. 
But like leading into the hike cycle, the Fed were the leaders. Coming out of the cycle, they're, they're the leaders as well, I think. Um, well, it's so, yeah. A bit funny as well. That, so if you actually look at the UK, the UK is going to be the odd man out in all of this, probably globally, of any of the developed nations with how they're mm. managing it. It seems like the ECB has probably got it together. Christine Lagarde yeah. is going to keep on doing her thing that she's doing. You got the US is just killing it. Australia doesn't go into anything like a depression or doesn't go into anything awful. We do. We always go boom to okay. We've heard plot along. Um, plot along. <laughs> yeah, we do. We plot along. We're like our bad is okay. Um, which is mm. you know we are the lucky country. That's just what happens. Uh, well, we saw as um, many, many properties, but it's it's the UK. The UK. The UK uh, economy is actually getting smaller, and their rates are still yes. high, and inflation is still high. That is like we've got a stagflationary effect in the uk i wouldn't touch mm. it with a barge pole thanks a lot david no. cameron you've got a lot to answer for mate yeah and i mean i think uh, their inflation problems a lot of their inflation problems come from energy still um energy prices are still quite high especially um diesel and and that yeah. are, are quite high as well so that's making things a little bit stickier over there um but uh, even in australia now um i don't know if you want to pull the uh, little chart up you've got up in the notes um from westy um, this morning oh, yeah. about uh, even Australia, they're uh, uh, saying two cuts by the end of the year, uh, first in May. Um, we got I did flag okay. this some time ago. I thought there'd be two, at least two cuts next year in Australia. Um, and now the market started to say as well. Mm. So, okay, what is this? Implied number of 25 basis point cuts. So the US yes. has an implied number of six 25 six. basis point cuts. Yep. Okay, which is what, 2%? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Teaching my kids maths. One point okay. five, sorry. One point five. My God, thank yep. you, mate. Uh, yep. It's Friday, mate. It's, seriously, we've been <laughs> we've been haul, we've been busting ass on this Wellnex deal. We managed to get it done. The, the the transaction's gone through, but there's just been one glitch at the last minute. So yep. Wellnex won't come back on until Monday. We are absolutely yep. we're absolutely snowed. We're just done. We're all looking forward to the weekend, but we got it done. It's incredible. We're all heroes Fantastic. here. Um, I know it is. It's it just it just drains you emotionally um, from doing this. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be that open about this sort of stuff yeah so the uk's got what 4.4 cuts yeah europe has got yeah. 5.8 cuts mm. Mm. okay mm. that's interesting. interesting but but we you, you'll notice there the first cut is priced in for march next year in the us i think that's too soon i don't think the data is going to turn um negatively enough um for them to, to cut by then i think it's probably probably a may job that we see yeah. the cuts over there, same similar to Australia. I think May, um, that yeah. second quarter, we'll start to see a deterioration in, in economic um, activity because um, we all know how la how much how lagging a lot of this macro data is. So and how data dependent these central banks are. So I don't think it's going to show through quickly enough. But I mean, the Fed has surprised me this week of how dovish they were as well. So um, right. yeah, I right. think that's the one thing we're going to be wary of. Maybe maybe yields and market have fallen too fast, um, too soon. Um, and we'll maybe get a bit of a wind back and, and a rise in yields to correct that over the next uh, you know month or two. There's, I, I don't think, I, I can't imagine what the next bit of good news is. There's no more good news. This is all the good news has been done. The next good news is mm. just, well, I mean, markets usually go up, but I just like everything has been baked in and the next, the next decision is going to be a bad one. I don't want to be yeah. the, oh, get out of the market, get out of the market guy, but I'm just like, hey, a lot of stuff is really, really easily priced in. Now, before I do this, now I'm going to show you the next one. But I'll, you know what? I want to bring him into the show, ladies and gentlemen. Introducing for the first time, Dank Trader Four Thousand NFL Tipster, 
extraordinaire. Let's just bring him in here and see if his microphone's working. We haven't even tested it, untested as usual. Thank you, my friend. How are you now? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Welcome good, on in. Welcome on in. Absolutely trait. No, it's um it's great to be on. So I've been been a bit of a hot streak on the NFL tips lately, so it's good to get the uh the voice on air. Yeah, you have. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You have. I'm picking you up. Just go, just get a little bit louder, a bit more, a bit closer to the microphone there, mate. A bit closer? Yeah. It's yep. good. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Um, well done on the deal. Wheels. Good stuff. Um, She's, she she needs to come back onto the market first, mate, and then I'll pat myself on the back. It's not done <laughs> until it's done. But, all right, but all right. I tell you what, a company, a, a small company, was able to make the acquisition of another small company, and shareholders are going to be looking at this thing, going, "Well, we've got ourselves a profitable stock now. Um, everything has changed. Everything is different. Twenty twenty four is is not going to be a bad year." Um, yeah. I, general advice. General advice only. I think that the the shape of Wellnext now looks really good. Um, that I can say. Um, now, what are you trading at the moment? What are you looking at? I know that you're involved in markets. That's sort of how we how we came across each other on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely lithium space. Uh, a lot of lithium, small to mid caps, and just sort of looking in um, more on a reset sort of phase. And then I said, I've seemingly missed the window anyway. It seems to be my, my, my trait with any uh, trading or um, investing. I seem to have all the right ideas in the wrong execution. But definitely looking at a lot of that Australian lithium space. Um and cop for that long-term one. Just a lot of stuff that's going to come into the environmental shifts and uh, EVs, like sort of electronic charge, sort of the technology in the future. I think that's sort of, um, I'm never going to get my brain around a whole lot of the markets internationally. So I pick Australia, pick stuff that I can research and know and just go for that. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's Charlie Munger, <laughs> or Warren Buffett, that says, you know, I only want to, I want to uh, invest in what I know. If it's too complicated, I, I'll leave it alone. So, uh, it's a good way to be. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely probably better at analysing the week to week NFL stuff than I am the. But that's where that's your specialty, guys. That's uh, right. uh, I listen to your wisdom at the front end, and then try and throw some uh, stuff at a wall at the end of the show and see what sticks. I think I think that there is a really good reason why I've moved into the job that I've got now, uh, heading up. I'm I'm far better at managing a wealth management team than I am at, at portfolio management or at, at anything to do with stock research at all. I, I it's it's just play to your strengths, know what you're good at, and know what you're not. And I think that I just have to go. You know what? There are people who are, who are better than me at this. So if they're better than me, I'm going to let them do their job, and I'm going to do the job that I'm good at. And that's uh, that's what I've gone and finally admitted defeat. 
you know what I can't do is pick football cards. Who, who have we got this week? Right, our, mm-hmm. our host for today is Chris Randall for the Newcastle Knights. Uh, he is a 183-centimetre hooker, uh, and he debuted in round three 2020, and his junior club was Lakes United. There you go. Thank you, Chris, mm-hmm. and thanks for joining us on the show today, and uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Um, now, Heath, there was a stock that you mentioned earlier in the week that you sort of like, if we're going to stay on this small caps theme today. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, I want, I want to dig into this because I actually, I actually want to buy uh, I want to buy some. I want to go out to clients, but I need a reason to do so. Or I want, sorry, I want, I want my trading team to go out to them. Okay, so there's the stock. I haven't, I haven't bought it yet. I'm waiting for the signal on on the charts. But uh, well, do you want to talk uh, about it, or pop- do you want to do you want to buy it first, and then we'll talk about it next week? No, no, no. I mean, if okay, uh, look, obviously general advice, <laughs> all that sort of gear. Uh, I mean, uh, I I wait for my certain signals and that. Actually, I'll see if I can bring the chart up on the uh, screen. Yeah, let's do it. I've, I've pulled the chart up on the screen. Because it going? recently did a name change. All right, okay. so this is it. This it was AUT. It's now FFM Firefly Metals. They've got a uh, copper project in uh, uh, Canada. Very yeah. high grade uh, sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Around eight hundred thousand uh, tons of copper, and they're still going. They've also got a very good gold project in Canada as well. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of the old Bellevue Gold the BGL guys are on this one um, in the on the board as well. So they've got an experienced water board that have taken a company from zero to hero. Um, I think BGL's, uh, yeah, BGL's uh, market cap's well over a billion now, I think. Um, So these guys are really really high-grade copper stuff. You know, we're talking 40 metres at about 100 100 metres deep uh, at, you know, 5 to 7%, some of the the grades. So it's really, really uh, high-grade stuff. A lot of drills on the ground. But I'm looking for, if I can bring up the line, give me two seconds, I'll bring up a line there. I'm looking for a break of this level here, 58 and a half. It's been hit a couple of times, probably three times there. I'm looking for a break there on volume for me to enter. It's currently 40, uh, 53. So um, this is how I play a lot of the specs. Uh, they have to line up fundamentally, be in the right sectors, have the right people. Actually, I've got the three Ps, the pesos, the people, and the pegs. They've got to have the money, the right people, and the right areas pegged. So that's my rules with these little speckies. Um, and then the, I trade generally the breakout. So I'm looking for a um, breakout there um, above 58 and a half on decent volume. So that's what you know, I'm looking at this week. You know what would get that to break out is if you got old Jimmy James Whelan, a.k.a. Sausage Fingers <laughs> on the execution desk, mate, by bidding it up. Get me in for 100,000 shares, mate. I'll cross the spread like nobody's business. I'm too lazy to operate this thing. Uh, mate, I'll just, go and hit, I'll just go and hit the offer. doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. Watch them, yeah, watch them pull yeah. away from me as I keep on crying. And then, mate, then you've broken out. Yeah, and then you can see copper here. Obviously, the copper price, it's starting to get some nice shape to it. Uh, bounced off the, about 350 a pound, now around yeah. that 390 mark. Uh, China this week, or a couple of nights ago, announced that um, they're, they're going to try and stimulate their property market a little bit. They're, they're revising yeah. down the uh, down payments uh, people need for first and second homes from... Yep. I think it's 40 to 50% down payments to 30%. So they're trying to make it easier for people to buy homes again over there and stimulate their property market. So copper liked that this week um, and moved up accordingly. So FFM Firefly Metals is uh, is what I'm looking at. I'm not in yet. I will be if it breaks. 
and uh, general advice, high risk, all that sort of gear. Um, all care, no responsibility. Well said. Uh, exactly. And I'm glad that you touched on China because that is something that I wanted to make sure that we that we got across just on the, why copper was running uh, as mm. it is. Even though inventories are high, this is why copper sort of came off before. I, 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 anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah. In in um, China and the Shanghai, um, uh, inventory levels are quite high. LME levels, whilst they've risen, are still historically low. In fact, copper yeah. had its best day on the LME in five months the other night, up two and a half percent. So yeah, copper might be. I mean, there's some promising signs in China. Iron ore's holding up around that one thirty mark, um, and the uh, iron ore uh, stocks, BHP, Fortescue, Rio, are all acting very, very well on the uh, on the ASX. So there's okay. some promising signs there, and hopefully 2024 is a better year for China. I cannot guarantee that it will be, but. Uh, what I can guarantee is that you're about to make some absolute bank. If you like money, pay attention. If you don't like money, switch off now. Have yourself a good day. But, ladies and gentlemen, Dank Trader 4000, live to the nation. How, wow. how are we going to make our money this weekend, my, my good friend? What's your best bet, yeah. mate? What's your best bet? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, um, I love how much the hype train's developed on this. It's just becoming almost too big to fail. <laughs> now it's, uh, so I, I think I'm going to deliver one right now that's probably going to unravel it all, but bear with me. Um, so I'm going for a bit of like a pre-Christmas Home Alone New York kind of theme, and it's not because I chose the theme. And then when it, I, I was just thinking these two are probably options. And for a bit of context, the Giants and Jets have been shocking this year. They always yep. perform, but they're still doing that. Um, back in week week eight, they played each other in a 13-10 overtime game that the Jets won. Um, the two quarterbacks were Tommy DeVito, Zach Wilson, and they combined for a QB rating of 59 in that game, which is absolutely terrible. Like they were shocking. And you could you could literally week, just spike the ball at every single snap and get and get yeah. a better player rating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess we give 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 DeVito DeVito Dimes a little bit of a you know asterisk. He came in for Tyra Taylor like late in the game, but yeah. Um, Flash forward six weeks, they DeVito and Wilson won the NFC and AFC Player of the Week last week, which is just like I'm him. the the craziest like, turn of events. Yeah, so my two my two uh, tips this week, usual kind of structure. I'll go a lock and I'll go the Smoky. I think the Giants at New Orleans at the line five point five at currently at a dollar ninety six. I reckon that's a lock. I reckon actually, I reckon DeVito Dimes is getting up there. Um, okay. And Against my the, Saints. You, Ouch. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, Will. No, it's oh, all right, mate. It's, it's, it's money. money. Money doesn't borrow about which team you like, mate. Go on. And it's not just the quarterbacks. You know, there's, you know, the Giants have a couple of other pieces that I think they're going to be able to move the ball. And Barkley, Barkley running back, he's just looking healthy and charging. Um, and yeah, in continuation, the New York theme. This is super smoky, but I said I was going to start going weird and, you know, risky with it. But the the Jets at the line at Miami, plus 9.5 at $1.91. Um, I think that they're not a bad chance for that. I've, I don't know. Yeah. I look at that and I go, Miami is sort of, you know, and it's going to be raining as well. So a lot of that quick pitch um, sort of like field management passing game, that's going to kind of get a little bit trickier in the conditions. Okay. Mm. Okay, two good tips there. So Giants and the Jets, uh, both with the points against the Saints and the Dolphins of Miami. Thank you very much, Dank Trader, 4,000. Good luck there. Heath, what have you got, mate? Fantastic. And uh, Dank, I would have followed you in one of your uh, bets last week, the Seahawks bet uh, uh, at the line versus the uh, 
my 49ers, um, I thought that was great as well. The line blew out way too much there for the Seahawks. So, yeah, yeah, that was oh, good. Brilliant. Bet. I've, I've got, um, I've got a, a team last week um, that uh, surprisingly lost, lost to the Bears. Um, but uh, I'm going the Lions, Detroit Lions at home, negative four and a half versus the Broncos. I think they'll return to form, especially on uh, their home field. I think, I'm pretty sure it's at home. Um, it's at home. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, yeah, take the chocolates there and, and win by more for, more than four and a half. So that's paying about a dollar ninety five at the moment. Yep, not bad at all, mate. I'll, I, I like all of those ones. All very reasonable uh, punts there. Well done. Okay, we're going to have to wrap it up now, guys. We've hit our twenty two minute mark. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the Theory of Thing Investment Podcast. Remember that all advice contained was general in nature. Thank you, Dank Trader Four Thousand, for joining us today. Special guest. Cheers, fellas. Have a good weekend. Good if I don't catch you, if I don't catch you, then have yourself a Merry Christmas. Uh, I don't know if we'll do this show next week. We'll see how we feel. But Heath, mate, thanks very much. Uh, thank you, Jimmy, and thanks to everyone else out there. And uh, yeah, like you said, if we don't have a, a another show next week, everyone have a safe and wonderful Christmas. All right. Good on you. Thanks, thanks guys. Have yourself a good one. <laughs> thanks, Dave. Bye. See, see you guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.